Hey you! Welcome to the Muzzles Mascara Motherhood Podcast. A podcast for the woman who recognizes that fitness is way more than a dress size or a number on the scale. Who refuses to diminish her uniqueness to fit in and who recognizes that motherhood is her superpower, not the death knell to her body or life goals. I'm your host, I'm Lola Bodeogudipwe, a fitness communicator, coach, wife and mom of two. On every episode of this podcast, you're going to be informed, inspired and invigorated to take action as we talk about topics ranging from nutrition, mindset, exercise, motherhood and the ever-changing definitions of beauty. If your goal is to be the healthiest, fittest version of you, who is confident and comfortable in her skin and empowered in all her roles, especially motherhood, you're in the perfect place. Let's do this. On today's episode, we're talking about my 3A approach to sustainable and enjoyable weight loss. Enjoyable weight loss. That is very, very important because I am not about that sofa head life. You know, right? This is the enjoyment side of it. It's March. Happy new month. How are you doing at this stage today? We are four days into the new month and I thought it was a good way to jumpstart the last month in the first quarter of 2024. We're rounding up the first quarter of 2024 in a couple of weeks. Can you imagine? So I thought, we should take a different approach to this weight loss thing, especially if January, February, it has been the same all, just the different days, your same attempt at losing weight over the past few years, getting frustrated, not figuring out a way. So how about we do things differently this time around? Trust me, you're going to enjoy this episode because it's going to bring you a different mindset, perspective to doing this. How are you doing? First of all, before we start with any um, weight loss, um, you know, attempt or journey or process. I first of all like us to, um, have a bit of introspection. Yeah. Have a bit of reflection on let's even just stick with January and February. Let's not go down memory lane, (laughs) whatever it is you have done this year, what has worked, what hasn't worked, um, what you can learn, the lesson you keep learning. Remember our episode from last week, the lesson we keep learning. Trust me, I am still learning that lesson because even as I'm sitting here, I'm using the pillow to support my back. And all right. So before you go further, you could just take a pen and paper. Before you go further in the episode, you could just take a pen and paper and just jot down three things. Don't make it complicated. Three things I realize help. Three things I realize stand as an obstacle to me, accomplishing my goals. That is going to, you know, help with the perspective. But that aside, so Dami, what are these three A's? What are these three magic A's? I'm first of all going to tell you it's not my, it's not magic. It's not magic. (laughs) Anybody that brings you any magical solution or any new, new, you know, whatever, they're lying. They just want your money. But what I'm bringing you is a new perspective. So the first thing, the first A we're going to talk about is addition. Yes, addition. The first, you know, or is it the second level of math that you learn? One plus one, two plus two, that addition. When it comes to weight loss and fitness, we are usually thinking of things to remove. So this happens all the time. When somebody comes to meet me and they're like, I want to lose weight. What should I stop eating? Um, What should I stop doing? What should I this? What should I? And it's natural. It's understandable, yeah? To go from this perspective first because it's a matter of oh i must be doing too much or i must be doing the wrong things that is causing me to be stuck at this weight or not achieving my goal so coach what should i remove what should i remove but the thing is that there's the theory of and this is why i keep telling people ha ai cannot take my job ai can never artificial intelligence can never ever substitute the core of what i do which is coaching because ai can give you 
foods to eat. It can give you the exercises to do. But it cannot give you the perspective. <laughs> Hello, proud in shoulder. So let me give you the perspective that only a human being, a coach with years of experience can give you. Human nature, right, does not vibe with removal, subtraction. We are not, you see, when we feel like something is being taken away from us, when we feel like we are being deprived, we can only stay in that state for so long before rebelling. And this is usually a very subconscious thing. It doesn't matter whether you know that thing is bad for you. It doesn't matter whether you know that if you remove this thing from your process, it's going to make it easier. You will only be able to use willpower for so long just for so long and then it's like i can't take it anymore you can't tell me what to do i like to use the example of a child telling a child no constantly i'm talking about babies here toddlers here young really young children right you will find out that it is that thing that you keep on saying no they want to go and do even teenagers even young kids right the rebellion because it's just they, there's that thing in us that it's like why why shouldn't i do it do you understand? Like, why, why shouldn't I, you know, do this thing that you want to do? Who, who on earth are you to tell me what to do? That is why, <laughs> even you know me now, Bible enter. Even the Israelites rebelled against God. Like, why, why should we not keep manna, free food? You are not harvesting. You are not planting. Food is just falling from the sky. Do you need instruction? Don't keep it overnight. Mba. They kept it all. Do you understand? So it is in human nature to rebel against restriction now the conundrum here is there has to be some restriction if you're going to see any progress on your weight loss and fitness journey there has to be some constraints because it, and the other side of the coin is human beings don't do too well without rules we don't do well without rules that is why you find um all these child, child stars you know they have everything 13, 14, then you they start doing where are they now? Because when a child is 13, and I don't know why Drew Barrymore, thank God she turned her life around, uh, Gen Z. You might not know who Drew Barrymore is. <laughs> but Drew Barrymore, you know, at the age of 13, she was having sex, she was smoking, she was doing drugs and blah, 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 blah. And then at that point in time, life gets difficult for them because it's like, what is there to look forward to? again they've done literally everything they've done every vice that is what happens when you don't put boundaries around and they start having psychological mental life issues as they go on because there were no boundaries right so it has to be a fine line for me this fine line is addition rather than focusing your concentration your um energy strength everything on coach what food should i remove what let's focus on what can you add to your process well let's start with nutrition in this aspect right look at your nutrition yes you're eating chocolate every night you're eating coke you're eating um what's it called small chops and it will help if we remove those but that's not the focus yet what is missing for the good of your body your health and your goals that is not there for a lot of people water right all right we're going to add water adequate fruits and veggies i mean never tired of talking about these basics okay we're going to add i've not told you to remove small chops i've not told you to remove chocolate i've not told you to remove um what's it called S um soda 
All I have told you is, please make sure you add at least 1.5 liters of water daily, right? And then make sure you add fruits and veggies, a salad or fruit bowl, whatever it is, a smoothie, just add. Sweetheart, I am telling you that at the end of one week, let's give you maximum 10 days. Your consumption of soda would have reduced. Your consumption of um, small chops and um, this thing would have reduced. Because we have crowded out the bad. Not bad, so to speak, because <laughs> small chops. Small chops can never be. I, would, I don't want a world where small chops will be bad. God forbid. But we have crowded, crowded out the low priority with the high priority. Because by the time you drink 1.5 liters of water, maybe... I'm telling you, I have, I have worked with people who barely drank water, maybe two glasses of water in a day. So imagine jumping from two glasses of water to one liter of water to 1.5 liters of water. Your soda consumption is automatically going to reduce. Fruits and veggies, high volume foods, they have high, imagine sit down with one watermelon, you add cucumbers, apple, um, clementine, grapes, blah, blah, blah. That is a meal. That is the volume feeding meal that's going to fill your stomach. At the end of the day, the volume, the quantity of the other foods that you're consuming is going to reduce. We're playing with our psychology here, but trust me, it works. How about working out? <sighs> Coach, I don't have time. I don't blah, 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 blah. Addition, what is the minimum that we can add here? Can we just add more steps? Can we add... Even very simply, taking the stairs only. We're not focusing on going to the gym right now. We're not even focusing on YouTube workouts. Because for some people, all those are even overwhelming for them and their schedules already. And trust me, I know how schedules can change. Yesterday, today, my whole schedule changed because my son caught a stomach bug. Two days ago, at night, after dinner, everybody could sleep, prepare, and then his stomach just stay hurting, you know, and he stay running. So, my shadow automatically changed. So, I understand how these things are. But can we add taking the stairs? That is an addition that might add 500, 1,000 steps to your step count per day. At the end of a working week, that's 5,000 additional steps you didn't take last week. You understand what I'm saying? So, the addition perspective, the addition mindset is a game changer. If you're struggling with, oh, because some, some people can go cold turkey. Not everybody can go cold turkey and say, you know what? I am not taking soda again. I am not taking this. I am not taking that. And even for those who go, go cold turkey, I found out that usually it gets to a point where they break. And then when they break, when they break, haha, <laughs> it's like a dam. Just start eating uncontrollably. So what can we add to your process? That's the first mindset. The second mindset is a word that has been, you know, used so much and everything. But trust me, we'll get practical with it. Abundance. Abundance. And what is the opposite of abundance? Scarcity. So you see, we're doing, um, <laughs> what's an opposite here? Because we first of all spoke about addition as opposed to subtraction. Now we're thinking of abundance as opposed to scarcity. There is a mindset, there is a point of view that when you want to lose weight... You are very limited and restricted in the things that you can do. And again, what happens to human nature when we restrict, when we limit? We, we fight against it. 
And I'm not surprised because we spring from an abundant God. <laughs> that means that, isn't it my father who owns the ground, the world? So if I come from somebody who was like, hello, my spirit is abundant. So it's not weight loss. You now tell me that to adopt a scarcity mindset. Uh-uh. But usually we think that we have very scarce resources when it comes to food, for example, because ah, they said, I cannot eat bread. I cannot eat rice. I cannot eat eba. I cannot eat pound. I cannot eat swallow. I can't do this. I can't do that. That is the, that's a wrong mindset, but that is the most prevalent mindset when it comes to weight loss and nutrition, right? So we think that we can't, we think it's a scarcity thing. Meanwhile, it is actually an abundance thing because you can't eat rice. God be my witness in the past. How many days I've had rice for dinner, maybe like four times minimum. Cause I love it so much. Rice and fried stew with fried meat. Hey, fried meat. Ha! That's what I've been having for dinner for the past, like four, five days. I'm telling you because I, I'm that. So you can't eat rice. You can't eat bread. You definitely can eat swallow, you know, and all that. But it's how we are eating it, the quantity we are eating it, right? Abundance. You can eat. There's so much in front of you. There's so much. There's so much you can pick from. There's so much you can pick and choose and mix. You can imagine. Just imagine. Okay, you're on a weight loss journey. Let me give you a meal plan now. On Sunday morning. You have two slices of toast with omelette and one beef sausage. Hello? You go to church. You're very good. You're fine. You get home. You're not so hungry. You whip up a fruit bowl. You have grapes. You have cucumber. You have um, berries, maybe strawberries. You have some slices of apple. You have watermelon. You have pineapple. You have that. You have your siesta. Then dinner comes. You have, you know, uh, the size of uh, of your fist, jollof fries, right? You have a beautiful salad or coleslaw there. And then you have this chicken breast that has been grilled with all the marinade and the sauces. And it is just the perfect shade of brown. And it is juicy. So when you cut into it, the juices flow out. Kai! Sweetheart, <laughs> that is a weight loss day. Because we are focusing on abundance. It's not a matter of... Now, let me tell you the scarcity, opposite of that scarcity. In the morning, you have one slice of toast with one boiled egg. In the afternoon, you come back. You have one orange. At night, you come. You have one chickeny, tiny rice and one small um, drumstick. That's the opposite. You see, we are talking about the same meals, but the abundance are supposed to discuss it. But you're like, damn it, that's scarcity ones. It sounds good like I'm in a calorie deficit. See, that's scarcity one. It might be way less calories, but you will pay for it later. You will pay for it later because you drop your calories too low, you will lose muscle, therefore you reduce your metabolism. You will increase hunger signals because you don't have the volume of food to fill your tummy. And so probably weekend comes, you will binge after restricting yourself so much over the weekend. But when you eat abundantly, and let's use the dinner specifically, the chicken breast is one of the, um, because there's no skin there usually, it's one of the lower calorie parts of food. You have the same, so, and it's protein is going to fill you up and help you to preserve muscle. You have rice, the same quantity of rice, right? That we are eating in scarcity mindset. And then you have salad, coleslaw, volume, low calorie, but it's still filling you up. I mean, which one 
Do you what side? Please come to the enjoyment side of it, fam. Stop this off ahead. Do you understand? Abundance. What of workouts? People usually think that they are limited to strenuous workouts. I have until I sweat, until I break my back, until I'm, I feel like throwing up, until I'm... No! Workout. You can do so many... You can swim. If it's going to be consistent, you can play tennis. You can walk. I have a friend, Ronke. Ronke Ajala. She can walk. She can, she can walk. She can walk 10 kilometers. 15 kilometers for exercise, right? Somebody else is dancing. At times, my clients were like, Coach, I wasn't really in the mood for cardio today, so I danced. I'm like, well done. That's like David danced. <laughs> right? For some people, it's simple cardio. Fun cardio classes at the gym. Of course, my ballpark, strength training, you don't have it. Is, but the, what I'm saying is there's so much abundant for movement. Because our goal at this point is to add movement to probably to somebody who is not um, moving already, who is not exercising already. Let's add movement in the ways that you enjoy. Right? For some people, it's taking up a new sport. Oh, I'm going to learn lawn tennis. I'm going to learn table tennis. I'm going to... Do you understand? There's abundance. There's abundance. You don't have to be restricted. And then the last A is attitude. Attitude is everything. See... We, the, our thoughts, right? I, I, I've forgotten. Maybe um, I can't remember if the figure is 60,000 thoughts that we have, that we speak to ourselves. Oh, that's my phone. So I'm going to have to pass this. I shall record in one second. <laughs> All right. So I'm back. Um, my phone was on silent, but it was ringing on my watch. All right. So we were talking about attitude. Yes. And that is the third thing. And it is very, very important. It is very important. I was still saying the 60,000 words yet that we speak to ourselves over the course of the day. We hear ourselves. We believe what we speak more than what anybody says. What we say to ourselves more than anybody says. Right? We are constantly talking to ourselves. And what this means is that whatever we're expressing to ourselves affects our attitude. Whatever we are saying. Look, let me give you an example. Up to this point today, I was having a really bad day. And was it even really a really bad day? I was just being dramatic in my mind. When I sat down and I was like, Holy Spirit, just help me, you know, and just panned everything out. And it was like what I was thinking. It, and it's always the thoughts, right? It was making me have a messy attitude, right? What I was thinking was making me have, any, have a messy attitude. And so when I sat down and examined what I was thinking about, I realized it was not that dramatic. And so it changed my attitude. And I got up and I was like, you know what? I need to record this podcast. Let me come and do it now. Because before I was like, do hell with everything. I'm not recording any podcast. I'm not doing anything. I'm not <laughs> in my mind. Then I went and then I took a long nap. And then I woke up and I felt better. And here I am. But you know what? Your attitude influences your experience of everything. I could easily have totally ruined this whole day with my attitude. And believe me, I was ready to ruin it because I was like, so... For the believers out there, you're just having, when it feels like, you know, feels, feelings are getting overwhelmed. I'm just always like, Holy Spirit, you know what, take over. And here I am, I'm doing the thing. I am happy. I am cheery again, right? Because I had to fix my thoughts and then influence my attitude. So when you're on a weight loss journey, please, your attitude determines your enjoyment of the process. It determines how cheerful and how joyful you're going to be. And when you are cheerful and joyful, Things are easier. 
And when things are easier, you are able to be consistent. And when you're consistent, that is when you get the results that you want to see. So you see, it's not when you're talking about um, attitude, it's not some ooh-ha something. It actually has ripple effects. Because if your inner voice is always complaining and grumbling, this is too hard. It's too difficult. Oh, um, I'm the only one that can't do this. I will never be able to do this. I will never. What do you think your attitude is when it's time to meal prep? When it's time to work out? When it's time to plan your meals? What do you think? Do you think that that attitude is the type that is going to be able to give you the willpower to say no to maybe small chops because you you've had a good meal you are not really hungry that small chops is just basically you just wanting to have it not because you're hungry or something what attitude the a nasty attitude is going to be screw everything i'm going to have the sculpture small chops everything blah 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 let's just and then it's going to go downhill from there then you wake up tomorrow morning again feeling so bad so these are the three a's a different approach you see here we've not talked about oh these are the kind of foods you should eat these are the workouts you should do this is this blah 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 because really and truly all those are secondary these are the roots these are the roots it doesn't mean that nutrition is not important it doesn't mean that exercise of course they are but these these are the roots regardless of whatever diet you decide to go on regardless of whatever you decide to do these are the things the mindset, the perspective that is going to determine whether you are able to stick with what you want to do long enough. I really, really hope this has helped you today to just give you another point of view on this journey. And if you know somebody, it will help also. Be a good sister. Share it. Take a screenshot. Share to your stories. Hit the share button wherever you're listening to. Also, if you're not subscribed yet, just hit the follow button so that you get a notification. That's all of when I post a new episode. March is going to be a beautiful month. It's going to be a blessed one. It is going to be a productive one. It is one that at the end of it, we are going to be testifying and looking back. I'm like, God, you've done all this. Awesome. All right. Have a super blessed, productive week. And I will speak to you on Thursday.